The Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative, and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova. That is Ethel from The Murder Capital, the third single from their upcoming second album, Gigi's Recovery, which is coming out uh, on the 20th of January. And we're very, very lucky because we have James from The Murder Capital on the line right now. How are you doing, James? I'm good, Kieran. What's the crack? How are you? Good, yeah. You've been doing uh, very little today, which is a nice thing. Yeah, I've been just hanging out like back in uh, back in Dublin for a couple of days now. Um, so getting a bit of family time in and a few interviews, uh, you know, yourself. So, yeah, just enjoying enjoying being home for a little bit, you know. So uh, th- you've got a big press day tomorrow. So this is like your warm-up for the press day. Is that right? That's it, yeah. Well, we've had a, we've had a fair, few, uh, fair few interviews under our belts at this point. So, you know, well used to it. Yeah, yeah, it's always really, really enjoyable doing interviews. I find them a wonderful, a wonderful uh, kind of uh, <laughs> enriching process. Would you be the same? You take the more sort of Lou Reed stance on them, do you? <laughs> no, I just, <laughs> I just always feel like I'm kind of playing a part or something. Do you feel like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't mind. You know what? To be honest, like I actually, they can be, they can be really enjoyable. I think if you know, if the journalist has come to kind of like you know, have a bit of crack in the moment, I suppose, and, you know, talk about the music from from different angles. It can be a little bit taxing when you sit down and you're asked how the band was formed, you know, 10 times in one day. Where'd you get the name, yeah. <laughs> yeah where'd you get the name? Yeah, yeah they love that one. Yeah. Um, well, the new album is called Gigi's Recovery. Uh, the singles uh, that have come out from so far have been really kind of interesting, I think because they are, you know, quite across the spectrum, which is kind of, uh, really kind of exciting for the album. You know, the first single, Only Good Things, I felt it was uh, a, a real step on from the stuff um, on the first album, When I Have Fears. Uh, the second single, A Thousand Lives, felt like a kind of a statement. And the third single, Ethel, which you just heard, that is, I think that's a, a really interesting, I think it's a much more challenging listen. I think it's a kind of, uh, very good, obviously, but it's definitely, it's not a first listen song. Would you agree with that? Or maybe no. On Ethel, yeah, that's funny. I see them. I see them kind of, kind of differently to that. I think Ethel is definitely like more of a first listen track just because there's so many hooks in it, you know. Um, like Pump and Pump's riff is just like going around and around and around, and uh, I think like you can get very easily uh, sort of drawn into the story of of Ethel and the questions that it's asking. You know, it's just a rock track to me. Like uh, I think. I don't know. It's interesting that you perceive it that way, though. You know, that's that's the beauty of of listening to listening to new songs. You know, I, lo- I love all that, though. I love the sitting down. You know, you write the songs. You, you just put everything into the songs, and then at the end, you sit down and look at what you have. You know, and then I think I always think it's really interesting to kind of um, put out different personalities of of, of a record. Uh, was that a, is that a decision that you guys make, or is it just this one's ready? Let's let's put this out. Um. I think like having like a broad sort of like range of uh, like textures and atmospheres and kind of like styles of of song and within our albums is important to us and kind of was how it was from the beginning, you know. And then like with with regard to this record and like the rollout of the singles and it was very like the way we were doing it very deliberately, you know. We went with Only Good Things first because it felt like the brightest moment on the record um, and sort of almost like an antagonistic with a smile antagonistic choice because I don't think it's what was expected of us, you know. 
Um, I totally see that, yeah. So that's kind of, yeah, I don't know if, if that answers your question, but that's kind of how I see it. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. So um, the first album, I suppose, you know, you were doing um, kind of solo stuff and then the band came together and it just seemed to click really early on. So it wasn't actually that long from the sort of, I suppose, final formation or whatever, the, the full lineup to the first album. It, it, yeah. it happened quite quick. And I remember at the time, because a lot of other bands are like, you know, let's do a couple of EPs, let's do whatever. You were straight into the album. And while there's a huge amount of great stuff that comes with that, I'm assuming that there, all the kind of personality quirks and all the way that people work has to be worked out still. Do you feel like on this album, it's the sort of opposite, that there's a comfort with each other that there maybe there wasn't in the first one? Not that there was a discomfort, but there's a kind of a, a settling into who you are in this album? Most certainly, yeah. I think um, the lineup of the band, like as it stands and will stand, came yeah in the summer of 20. 18 I think and we were six months later we were in the studio in the studio of floods recording when I have fears and it was just like you know there's parts that I don't even really remember it was so intense and chaotic and it happened so quickly so we were really just like riding off the moment and not really figuring out or synopsizing any of this you know it was really just happening but with this record like you know we were on our two days into our American tour of when I have fears when um the pandemic went full power. So, you know, we, we retreated home for a couple of months. And then once we started writing, you know, we spent about a year and a half of writing this record in, in the countryside in Ireland. And uh, we really, we really got to know each other then. <laughs> like there was no, uh, there was nowhere to hide from ourselves and from each other. But it was, it was what we needed, you know, like we, uh, we had some good times and some, some very, uh, you know, strange times down down the countryside, you know, because it was just, there was nothing out, there was nowhere else for us to project our life onto other than the music and onto each other, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that sounds, that sounds good. It sounds ominous as well, but it makes me interested. Yeah, <laughs> um, so I've just finished an album myself and there, uh, on the, in the last session there was a, a moment where I left the room and... Um, my wife was working on something and I came back and she totally rewritten the lyrics and spent like the last kind of two hours deeply into something. And yeah. it was a, just a moment that made me go, oh, Jesus, this is going to be good. Was there any kind of moments like that that you just went, this, this, is, this is special and for this album? I think there were, you know, probably countless moments like that, you know, because we were, you know, we were sort of steadily working on it for so long, you know, yeah. One of the most like uh, interesting and uh, kind of shocking things that happened on this on on, on this record was that like we, we worked on Hessel for a while. We were down in Wexford for like eight months, and we we started Hessel down there. And for whatever reason, we couldn't get it to the place of of agreement between the five of us. So it actually got left on the on the chopping block. And it was only like weeks before we went. We were like very lucky uh, to be given. Slaying Castle to do our uh, pre-production for the record so the family invited us in and we stayed, stayed up there at the castle and uh, it was only just before then that I think Irv showed the demo for Ethel to his girlfriend and it was actually as, as far as I remember Irv was very against Ethel before that but whatever his girlfriend saw on it brought it back up so he gave me a call he's like I think we should I think we should bring that track back and I was just like Hank Jesus that you said that because <laughs> I think it's going to be a banger, you know. So that was uh, that was a close one with that one for me. Yeah, for all of us. 
Yeah, look, the, the, the singles so far have been excellent. It makes it really exciting to uh, to listen to the album Gigi's Recovery, which is coming in a, a couple of weeks now, which is kind of mad, at the 20th of Jan. And of course, the big Vicar Street gig is on the 26th of February uh, to celebrate that album. Um, one of my favourite of the, of the three singles released so far from this album is A Thousand Lives. Uh, briefly, can you tell us a little bit about it to cue it up, please, James? Yeah, man, it's um, A Thousand Lives, a love song, Kieran, to be honest. You know, there's... there's uh it's a, it's sort of like there's something about like being I think like being in love that's obviously the greatest feeling on earth as told by everybody ever, but there's also something kind of heartbreaking at the same time about about being in love when you are present in it and like you know it's you have this person in front of you and this is the life that you have to live with them and you know I think like we're all culpable of not staying in the moment of letting time pass us by and you know like that's the line a thousand lives with you and I won't be enough you know there'll never be enough time spent being in love that's that's, that's what that track's about class okay let's play that next James from Murder Capital best of luck with the album best of luck with your press day tomorrow and I'll talk to you very very shortly yeah I appreciate it man thanks dude yeah cheers let's play let's play a thousand lives by the Murder Capital on Radio Nova the Nova Guest List Podcast with Kieran McGuinness. The very best in indie, alternative and homegrown music from the seriously addictive Radio Nova.